gotta be able to feel it. Cause it's here now. It's Friday. It's Ron Slay, VFL, right here in the Boom Boom Room. Brought to you by our good friends, my man Johnny Pratt, Paul Pratt Jr. with Full Service Insurance. Thank you for this platform right here on 950 AM. Let me go on and get this number out to you folks right now. 615-794-1950. That's the number to call in. Now let me give you a little rundown of what we got today. Most definitely, most definitely talking about the UT Gonzaga game. Just a little recap, you know, because we, we the, the, the team didn't have anything to do this week but a little practice, so they got to soak that all up. Soak that number three filling up you know what i'm saying climbing those charts we're gonna touch on that then we're gonna dive right off into the ut versus memphis game the interstate battle yeah it's a lot of funk a lot of dirt it's a lot of blood that goes into this rivalry right here it's a lot of bragging rights recruiting on the line bragging rights for the summer in the pickup game all this on the line you got memphis and tennessee you got ballers from both sides hey man and we got a couple that's gonna slide through today you got my guy mingo johnson nashville legend in his own right went on to Memphis State created and left a legacy there one of the best playmakers um, point guards generals IQs just so high that you will ever talk to about the game then we also have Jeremy Hunt played there um, in 06 um, had a great run there you know we, we'll try to keep it recent for you all too so we got some Memphis guys I tried to get my man Tony Harris man tried to get him on the line a little Memphis native tried to get my guy Terrence Woods on the line you know but they had some things they were occupied with at the time but it's all Right, because we, we always got the membership open in the Boom Boom Room. They're just going to have to reapply. You know what I'm saying? Going to have to reapply. We're going to touch on that UT Memphis game. And then I want to tap, if we got time, on the debacle of the Chicago Bulls getting beat by 56 points. And the 56 points was bad enough. But after that, not wanting to practice, wanting to boycott practice, calling the NBPA and trying to get them on their side to lobby that they can sit out of practice. Let's get rid of this coach. They not seeing eye to eye. Man, y'all just got beat by 56 points, man. <laughs> Y'all should have ran to the gym. Matter of fact, when they let everybody out of the arena, y'all should have stayed right there in the arena. Y'all shouldn't even went to the practice gym. Y'all should have stayed right there in the arena and practice on plays and individual work. And it's as simple as that. But we'll tap on that. The last 10 minutes, what slaves think right there. In the, when, when, you, when, you, when you park in the sleigh ride and you sit there for about five or 10 minutes, that's what, we, that's what we'll talk about, what's on my mind. And, and it's about kids squandering opportunities and wasting talent. And also parents wasting opportunities for their kids by being in way too much so that's that's what we got right here on the boom boom room we're gonna we're gonna try to condense it and, and get to every topic had a couple of topics last week that we didn't we didn't get to touch on but i think it was a good show regardless um so we're gonna dive right in now first i want to let you all know it's great to be a tennessee ball and if you are listening or you're online with me right now on facebook live or instagram live you can go ahead and chant with me you can go ahead and chant with me so i'm gonna give you one more chance i said it's great to be a tennessee Ball. I said it's great to be a Tennessee ball. Hey, man, I think I might have woke up singing that. I think I might have woke up singing that, man. That's how excited I was about the game. And we told you, we had my man Isaiah Victor on, and he said that we were going to win by five. Was a little closer than that, but just two points off. So, you know, it wasn't no sugarcoating there, and it wasn't no bias there. You know, we're going to call it like we see it right here in the Boom Boom Room. So, this game of UT and Gonzaga, great 40-minute game, great college basketball game. I think it was, it was a, an inkling of what we 
could see in March Madness coming down to the Final Four. We could easily see these two teams playing for the national championship. Could see that Kansas team playing for the national championship. Might want to slide a Duke or Virginia or Michigan, whoever you want to slide in there. There's going to be one mainstay. <laughs> I'm going out there on the limb and tell you that right now. It's going to be one mainstay. That's going to be the Tennessee Vols. And I say that because the key matchups we saw in that game were Grant Williams versus Hachimura. Hachimura showed up, 21 points, 8 rebounds in 34 minutes. That was pretty good. Grant Williams showed up, 16 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists, 34 minutes. Both played, and we both said, me and Isaiah Victor, that they would probably negate each other. And in a sense, that's what they did, even though Grant Williams fouled out, and we'll get to that later. Um, but he fouled out, and, you know, we were looking back at the Kansas game. I, me, myself, was flashing back to the Kansas game. And I said, man, I hope we don't get stagnant. And lo and behold, <laughs> the man with Gorilla Glue in his vein, Admiral Schofield, showed up, showed out, locked the door, and left them folks right there on the floor. You hear what I'm saying? Left them right there on the floor with the big tray ball up top after Jordan Bone created the the the, the two the two guy the, the guy that was helping on the screen. He drug him out a little bit. Perkins was in front of him, kicked it back to Admiral, and boy, when he let that thing go, I think him, and if you would have noticed on the bench, it was at least six guys already stood up with their hands in there. Knew it was good because they seen what that man do in the gym. Practice man work ethic. They saw what he did. The man finished with 30 points. In 30 minutes. Point a minute. <laughs> Ain't no stagnant there. And I'm going to tell you one thing. This is when you know if you got it in you. And when I say it, meaning the desire, dedication, the heart, the competitive greatness. Shout out to my man Stacks. That's CG. If you got that CG in you, it's going to either bubble out or you're going to fall on out. And it bubbled up in this young man. This man, Norvell. We, we applaud you. As a UT former player, VFL, and a fan of the game, we applaud you because you got to talking to that man. Now see, it's better to let what 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 what, what is better, better to let the, the sleeping giant sleep. <laughs> Ain't no need waking him up. But you want to light that fire anyway. And boy, did he answer the call. They got the jawing. They got to talking a little bit during the game. You know me. Anybody that knows me, anybody that knows my game, I love that talk. And boy, lit a fire in the Admiral. They went back to back. They went back to back with three. Norvell come down, hit one. Admiral come down, transition, hit one. Norvell come back and hit one. Schofield come back and hit one. But see, what they didn't do, what they didn't count on is the sacrifice that Jordan Bowden made. See, coming out of the timeout in the second half, they put Bowden on Norville after he got hot. Boy, he bottled him up. <laughs> bottled him up. You might as well stuck him back in the machine. Somebody else can get that coat because Bowden was not going. He did not let that man touch the ball. But on the other end, with all them weapons that Tennessee had, got the job done. Kicking it, finding a hot hand, trusting in one another, rebounding the ball. See, you learn from your mistakes, and that's what they did. They learned from the Kansas State. So with, with that, you had Bowden come off the bench again, 11 points, 4 rebounds in 30 minutes. See, kids, if you're watching the game and you're, and you're analyzing it like you should be instead of looking for highlights, you'll see this man was a starter. Man's role was to come off bench. They put pawns in, give him a little confidence. Man came right in the game, and in the first half when we were a little stagnant offensively, Bowden hit some big threes, and especially the, the three at halftime to put us up going into the half with the momentum. That's what it's about, man. It's about accepting your role for the betterment of the team. That's what that man did. And it was all orchestrated by my man Jordan Bone. Hey, man, we said in the beginning of the season, man, Jordan Bone, you were the key. And you, no, you didn't have no big scoring output, but you had nine assists as the point guard and the leader of the team in 36 minutes. And you held their captain of their shield on the floor, Perkins, zero point. Now, see, Perkins averaged 10 points and eight assists. Now, he did have nine assists, three rebounds, and in 37 minutes of a 40-minute game, zero points. Better tip your hat to somebody. I'm tipping my hat to Jordan Bone. I also had Pons come in to give us a nice, nice, nice start. Good energy, defensively, got after it, did make Sports Center for the 
wrong reason, but he tried to take off from back in Knoxville, and the game was in Phoenix. But the young man, Brandon Brandon Clark, he got up and blocked it. That was cute. Cute little block. But when he went back down on the other end, Grant Williams had something to say about that. No. Block party. Who's invited? Hachimura's invited. Who invited him? Grant Williams did. Put him on the glass. So you ain't just going to do my teammate like that. That's what he was saying. You ain't going to do my teammate like that. I'm going to get some get back for him. And you ain't got to worry about that. So overall, beautiful game, man. Beautiful game. Vols shot 40% from two. 41.4% from three. You know, the three balls fell when they needed to fall. They got up 29 three. That was, that was, that was all right. That was all right. Uh, especially compared to the Zags getting up 18 threes. They went seven for 18, shooting 39%. Then they also shot 45% from two. So they went 27 or 59. We got up 72 shots. It got to even out soon, you know, and, and that's, that's about it. All right, this is what we got. We got a caller right here early in the boom, boom room. Garth Bolden, Gateway Ties. Talk to me, Garth. You're live in the boom, boom tonight, room. How you doing, brother? Good, good to hear from you. How you doing? I'm doing good. You sound good coming across the air tonight. Man, I appreciate it, man. I'm trying to have the energy there, and, you know, I always take my little tidbits that you give me, Garth. What, uh, are you t- attending any local games tonight, Big Ron? You know what? I, I My son was sick yesterday and missed his field trip to the Little Mermaid, so I, I got to get him there to the Little Mermaid tonight. But what games are you calling tonight? Uh, we're doing the uh, Franklin, or excuse me, the Brentwood Ravenwood Battle of the Woods tonight at Battle Ravenwood. Of the Woods. Battle of the Woods at Ravenwood. Oh, that's right around the corner. What, what, what time are they cranking up, Garth? Uh, the boys game will crank up uh, at 7.30 tonight. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to drop my son them off and um, he'll be with his sister, so he'll get an Uber back, and I am think I'm going to sneak to that game. I'm going to try to get there by halftime. That'll work. Uh, we'll be recognizing the uh, Gateway Player of the uh, Year tonight, football tonight. Uh, okay, you want to you want to give us a hint, or do we need to wait to see who, you, who you're going to No, we, uh, we announced it last night. It's uh, Brian Garcia of uh, Ravenwood. All right, that's all right. Man, shout out to you, Brian Garcia, man. Congrats. Keep up the good work. Was he a senior guard? No, he's just a junior. He set, uh, set uh, the uh, yardage record this year and the touchdown record this year. Oh, man, that's big time. That's big time. So they got some things in the future here to him. So uh, I've got a question. Uh, who uh, who do you see being the uh, most competitive team this year uh, against the uh, Vols? And I'll uh, I'll let you go, and I'll see you tonight at the game. Uh, I appreciate it, Garth. That's Garth Bolden, but Gateway Tires, my man. Um, the most competitive team against the Vols, I do think the the the, East, the Eastern Conference, which it used to be, um, Kentucky, just because it's a rivalry game, um, did think Vanderbilt would give us a, a better a better a better showing but with Darius Garland going out I think it's going to be tough but Mississippi State and LSU I think those I think those two teams besides Auburn who's the obvious you know I think they'll both challenge Tennessee and Auburn to challenge for um SEC championship again but Mississippi State um I, I'm real impressed with them LSU I'm also impressed with them and you you can never count out Conzo um up in Missouri even though they're not ranked he always has those guys ready to play and they always are better in January and February so um it should be an exciting exciting SEC season. Um, we got some great coaches in the SEC, and everybody should challenge uh, for the crown. But I think at the top, top of the mountain, will be Auburn and Tennessee going at it for the SEC championship. I appreciate Garth for calling. The number is 615-794-1950. We'll be right back, right here in the Boom Boom Room, brought to you by Full Service Insurance. In sports, free agents are free to find a team that offers the best deal. That's why Grange only sells their coverages through independent insurance agents. They're free to find the best team to protect your auto, home, or business. Full Service Insurance considers Grange their go-to company for their combination of great value and outstanding claim service. Call Full Service Insurance at 615-790-0990. Their website at info at fullserviceins.com. Full Service Insurance, 903 Murfreesboro Road in Franklin, Tennessee. 
Welcome back to the Boom Boom Room. This is Ron Slate, VFL, right here hosting your show that you are a Boom Boom Room member. All we need you to do is call in 615-794-1950. And guess what? You'll be an official member of the Boom Boom Room. Just like my man Johnny Pratt and my man Paul Pratt Jr. They're official members of the Boom Boom Room. And they way over full service insurance. So you can go holler at them if you want to. But in the meantime, in between time, we're right here in the Boom Boom Room. So that was the recap earlier of the UT Gonzaga game, which we under- we defeated the number one team in the nation coming up that Monday they put us at number three and, and we're happy to be up there where we belong but is that enough no and guess what we got a caller right here in the boom boom room and this is Mario Mario talk to me you are live in the boom boom room what's going on Ron there go my guy what's going on? there go my guy from episode two Mario Mo. Hey, I just wanted to give you a shout and see what you thought about. First of all, congratulations on on UT getting the big the big W yeah. over Gonzaga. That was huge. That I was happy for that. I appreciate that. Uh, but I wanted to see what you thought about. I know you t- you say you're gonna touch on the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. Do you think that has something to do with Jabari Parker and his role of him being reduced now? Man, I thought that was interesting. Like a fallout coming from that. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, that really that that, that really was interesting. And um, you know, they traded him and got him in a trade and he bounced back from his ACL um pretty pretty well from my from what I could see and I think you know after that blowout maybe he was one of the guys that spoke up in the meeting that they tried to call the players only meeting and then try to go on with um and speak with um Jim Boylan so maybe it was a fallback from that or maybe Boylan just thought he didn't work hard enough you know once he got the active job as being an active coach of the Bulls maybe he just didn't um think Jabbar was giving it his all and it didn't fall through for him so um I, I think that's interesting though man I, I and I also hate that for Jabari Parker because, man, I think he can be a prominent person in the NBA, man, and for whatever team, and if he finds a fit, I think it's really going to work out for him because the man can the man can actually play, man. All right, that was my guy, Mario Moore. I appreciate you calling in. He is an official member of the Boom Boom Room, and we're going to touch on that in, in, a, in a little bit a little bit later. I appreciate Mario for calling, man. Um, What I want to do now, I want to get to this UT Memphis interstate battle, you know. Told you earlier, the bragging rights are on the line. See, what you don't know as a player playing pickup in the summer, you see these guys a lot. See these guys a lot. They talk trash. We talk trash. And we can't wait to play them. I remember my freshman year or my sophomore year, one of the two. It was the first half of the game. Getting ready to go into halftime. CJ Black and Kelly Wise, I believe, got tied up with the ball. And next thing you know, they were up under the goal. <laughs> I remember me, Isaiah Victor, going into that tunnel because the, the skirmish went towards went towards the tunnel. So they had some big players on their team, I'm going to be honest. Some big guys that like to have been lifting a little bit of weights. But we were not backing down we had big me big hat big big charles hathaway salute to big charles hathaway isaiah victor all our guards vincent that's six six cj black's not going he's a monster and our guards our guards will they'll get to it too so it was some nasty blood there man and um going into that game it was always always about bragging rights because you would always see those guys in the summer um looking ahead to this game coming up tomorrow at 11 o'clock central time ut versus Memphis. let me get a little let me give you a little breakdown a couple of little stats for you ut coming into the game we are ranked number three. Memphis is unranked. Um, they have played two top 25 teams. Lost to both. Um, one was LSU. Was ranked 22nd at the time. At LSU, they lost 85-76. to 76. This was in November, November 13th. Then they played Texas Tech. Uh, Texas Tech was ranked 20th at the time. They ended up losing to Texas Tech 78-67. So they are tested. Um, they are led by uh, Tyler Harris, who is coincidentally the cousin of Tony Harris, who was our point guard at University of Tennessee. So this is what I'm telling you. The 
Taz, Taz run deep. T. Harris is leading those guys with 16.2 points a game, and he lets it fly, lets it fly. They're um, being led in rebounding by um, a kid named Davenport, last name Davenport, averaging 14 points a game, 6.8 rebounds. Um, then their lead assist guy is a kid that goes, last name is Martin, averages about 14 points and about 3.7 assists. So it's um, the ball's not being shared too much, not being shared too much, and you can see that when they're only averaging 14.4 assists as a team. UT, on the other hand, is averaging 21.1 assists. So you do have with Memphis a deep a deep bench. So Penny is playing a lot of players. They go nine guys deep, nine guys averaging over double-digit minutes. They got two guys over averaging over 30 minutes a game. They have three averaging over 20 minutes a game, and three more averaging over 14 and one right at 12 minutes a game. So it's a lot of experience. A lot a lot of guys learning on the fly. A lot of experience. He's leaning on different guys each night, but being led by T. Harris with those 16 points. On the other hand, as far as UT, we are, you know, led by the reigning SEC player of the year, Grant Williams, averaging 19.9, so we'll call that 20. Uh, then averaging nine boards, which is boards, has, in, has increased. Um, he's doing a great job of rebounding. He's also, as a big man, averaging 4.6 assists. Pretty good. Led by a point guard, Jordan Bone, who averages 6.1 assists in 12 points a game. And the sleeper, who's not asleep anymore. <laughs> and if, if they thought they were going to go into games um, thinking about getting Grant out of the way and doubling him and nobody else was going to do nothing, you got Schofield who them picked up his average right there at 18. Six, six rebounds a game. As a team, UT is averaging 82 points a game. Memphis is averaging 80, so they can put the ball in the hole. Um, points Giving up giving up points. Memphis is giving up 78.6 points a game. So that's a two-point difference. Huh? I don't think that bowed too well. Looking at UT, we're giving up 64.8 points a game um, for the opponent. So I think that's a good good differential right there. So we're playing a little D. <laughs> playing a little D. You, you hold a person between 60 and 65, beat anybody in the nation. So that's a good average. Shooting 48.5% um, field goal percentage. And Memphis is shooting 44.3%. The rebounding edge will go to Tennessee at 42, with Memphis right behind them, five less at 37. Assist the game, I told you that. We're averaging 21, they're averaging 14.4. Steals per game. Memphis is young and they're in the passing lane. Very athletic team. They're averaging 8.4 steals a game. So that could mean they, they're gambling a little bit more, they're in the passing lanes, and it depends on who they play. I just told you they played two top 25 teams, but they took losses. So we don't know who was in those games at the end, you know, what took place in that. So we, we, we just had to wait and see. But shooting the three, we're both pretty pretty much tit for tat. We're shooting 34.7%, us being UT, and Memphis is shooting 31.1%. Um, the turnovers, Memphis is averaging 16 turnovers a game. UT's averaging two above what I would like them to. You would like a team to average about 8 to 10 turnovers. Um, none if possible, but 8 to 10 is a good range. I, I believe they're, they're taking care of the ball. But UT also goes nine guys deep. We got three guys over 30 minutes. Um, then we also have three over 20 minutes, two over 13 minutes, and one right at seven. So I think um, coming back from those games, I think we're going to be looking forward to impose our um, impose our wheel down low, especially with Schofield and Williams, Kyle Alexander also, um, Roman, Roman the paint, getting a couple of blocks here and there, leading to some transition buckets. And really the main thing I believe, especially being on the road and with it being a nasty rivalry, is controlling the tempo. We can control the tempo of this game. I believe we'll win it handily. Um, if we play at that tempo and we happen to be missing shots, you never know how the game goes especially in a rivalry game you know the ball bounce one way um a shot go in here miss there and uh you got a tight game leading um leading down the stretch of the game so um it's going to be an interesting game the fedex form is sold out sold out now i don't know if that's for for memphis or if it's for ut I, I, i'm gonna go on out on the limb and say it's for ut because i'm ut and i do think that um with the resurgence of our program with coach barnes being there um that our fans have picked back up in memphis but i know for a fact with penny hard 
Hardaway being down there in Memphis. Um, he has it really, really, really um, buzzing, and, and it's not about just the Memphis Grizzlies. It's more so about Memphis State and the Tigers and their basketball. So it's going to be very interesting. Um, we got Mingo Johnson. We're going to try to get him on the line and come back right after this break. Talk to a Memphis State legend and see what he thinks about the game, see what his outlook is on and ask them also about their recruiting. They just signed a big recruiting, James Wiseman, who's from Nashville. You're listening to Ron Slate right here in the Boom Boom Room, Franklin, Tennessee. What's up, good people? You live right back here in the Boom Boom Room with Ron Slate, VFL. We talking UT. We talking Memphis. We talking the interstate battle. We trying to see where the rival is laid. We got right now on the line, right here, an official member of the Boom Boom Room, my man Jeremy Hunt. Mr. Hunt, how you doing, brother? Oh, horn. Hey, what up, Slay? Hey, hold on. That's the wrong introduction. Let me recap that. Hold on. Put the music back on. Let me get this back right. Put the music back on. Let me bring this back in right. Hold on. That's my boy. Hold on. Hold on, y'all. Boom Boom Room listeners. You back live in the Boom Boom Room with Ron Slate VFL. The Boom Boom Room is brought to you by my people at Full Service Insurance, Johnny Pratt. And my man, Paul Pratt Jr. Now, who we got on the line? Excuse me. Excuse me. This is an OG call, so I had to recap this and run this all the way back. A Nashville legend, IQ out the roof, paved the way, not only on the floor, but as far as teaching young kids about the game, me, myself, about the game, taught me to always keep your hands up or he going to bust you in the head with the ball and, and get back on it. This on the line, man, Memphis State legend, man, Mingo Johnson, man. My bad, Mingo. That's uh, all good. That's all good. <laughs> what are you doing, Horn? I can't complain. How you doing, Slay? I'm good, man. Hey, man, this is this is an official member of the Boom Boom Room. Right now, we're talking UT basketball. We're talking Memphis basketball. Talking about the rivalry. Um, how it's been resurged with Rick Barnes there and Penny Hardaway down there in Memphis. The buzz that's around right. it. Uh, with you being around the program, um, what's your feelings as far as Memphis State getting that buzz back? Um, as far as in the city, and it's not about the Grizzlies anymore as much as it is, as much as it was. But Memphis State is back popping like it was when. You Exactly, man. If not more, I mean, right. and it's all re- it's been rejuvenated really by one man, one cat. It's all about one way, right? About Penny, you know, and 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 just being honest, like him getting back in the situation, him taking the head coaching job at Memphis, it just made the city bag him more because I believe he is a Memphis, right? You see what I'm saying, right? And just the input he already had on the youth, on the high school level, on the EYBL circuit, for us, the Nike circuit, man. I mean, you know, it was just a blessing for that city. You know, I'm Nashville all the way to the bone, but at the same that's like my second home up there. So, without a doubt, same time it's gonna be a good thing for Memphis and them open up the rivalry back with Tennessee mm-hmm. itself. Yeah. So, do you do you think it pays? It plays a big part as far as the recruiting battle. Do you think um, with the Tennessee being ranked um, in the top five in the nation, Memphis with a terrific class coming in next year, and we'll get to, right. we'll get to uh, some of the players in their class in just a second. But what do you think? You think these bragging rights is gonna be a struggle for Memphis with them not being ranked early? Or with this class he got coming in next year, you think that's gonna put that's gonna pave the way for some 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 future things to come? Well, I think it's gonna pave the way for the team that's coming in next year. But this year is still a team that is surging. Like right. he 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 signed them in to a, a tough schedule early. Mm-hmm. You know they played the Oklahoma State. They played uh, LSU, Carson, mm-hmm. uh, LSU. Mm-hmm. So you know he, I think he's setting them up just for the late run to try. You know, once he can see what they got as a whole, challenge them early. Right. So, 
let them grow and build on that, and then just challenge them for the, the postseason that's coming up. But the team that's coming in next year with him and DJ and other cat, mm-hmm. hey man, he, yeah, it's a bright future going on in uh, Memphis right now. It most definitely is, man. And, and talking about the recruits, man, he, he landed a big old, big old fish, man. Um, and, and the kid James Wiseman, who's from Nashville, but he, that's he, right. he got him down there in Memphis, man. And I couldn't be happier, even though I'm a ball, a ball for life, man. I think him under the tutelage of a Penny Hardaway, man, could could bowl well for him in the future. What do you think about James Wiseman signing with Memphis State? Right, right. And, and I mean, as a whole, for James, I think it's a good a situation for James in the, in, in the sense of being around a lot of NBA experience mm-hmm. before he has to grasp that level himself. Right. See, if people see Penny, which Penny has a good pull in the lure of the kids because he excelled at such a high level. But I, I, I'm, 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 I'm one to honestly stand on like that man can really coach the game. Like right. his IQ and his feel for the game is awesome. But you can't underestimate the Sam Mitchells and the Mike right. Miller's like it's just a good situation. Right. You know? Yeah, and that's, it's a that's good situation. Time. And if that's what you're trying to be as a pro, then why not learn from pros? And a lot of people thinking it's the owner court. Mm-hmm. That that's gonna get you through. We all know that. That's 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 what the you know, that's that's what's the eye is catching, but right. more the mental part. Mm-hmm. You gotta grasp the mental part, and that's the part that once Slim J Dub catch that, right. hey man, he gonna be he's gonna be a problem. And yeah. I think he that gear Memphis is gonna help him a lot. Totally, man. I and that staff he put together, like you said, man. It, it can't go unnoticed, man, with Mike Miller being on, being there on the bench and Sam Mitchell. Like you said, man, with NBA guys around him, how do you not learn? Even the, Like you said, the talent right. is going to take care of itself. But as far as the off right. the court and learning how to carry yourself, you know, the things, the responsibilities that come with it, he can, he can mm-hmm. he's going to be way ahead of the curve, that's for sure. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. for sure. So what do you have? We need a, we need a, a quick prediction. Quick prediction, and I'm going to let you go, man. I don't want to hold you up. I appreciate you coming through. Um, no doubt. Quick prediction of the game, UT Memphis game. Man, and here before you answer in the boom boom room, this is unfiltered and we do not hold bias. So you know what I mean. We don't hold it against uh, y'all. None, none of the uh, sort. Okay, so this is the boom boom. We uh, the boom boom. Yeah, this is the boom boom room. Yeah, most yeah, definitely. Okay, I need you to come in here and okay. sit in the chair one day with me. Yeah, that's real. I got you. <laughs> yeah. I got you. yeah. So yeah. what's your what's your prediction of the game, man? You got, you got Memphis well, you winning, know, UT winning. I mean, listen, man. I I I got to ride with my people because I'm with my people now. When I say my people I played blew up there so I got to ride where I met with it but at the same time I got to be honest with my hip hop 14 we talking about right so I'm going to ride with them with my heart. If I put my pocket involved, I'm going to bet with that on. <laughs> no at more. the same time, you know, yeah, right. all honesty, you know, I think it's going to be a it's gonna be a lot closer than people expect. I right. know Tennessee coming in top four, but man, my little nephew and them, man, little Lomax, Lalo, little Tyler, they're going to be shooting from my wish. Like, look, yes, they're they not going to lay down. I'm telling you, <laughs> I already know it. It's going to be sold out. It's just that y'all expected to win, but at the same time, just be expecting a good game, man. Right, and and, and I, I, I want to I wanna piggyback off that, man. I expect the same exact thing and I'm telling these people man when it's a rivalry game throw all the records and everything out the window yes sir yeah so, you know that you yeah. know that yeah you without a doubt yourself. without a doubt without a doubt man yeah. I appreciate you calling through Mingo man yeah. all love family all love man you know that family is all love I'm out, whatever you need to have you need that is, man. Understand, don't it? That is Boom Boom Room official member, man. Okay, That's I'm Mingo Johnson, man. Legend right here in Cashville, right there in Memphis also. All love. You're right here in the Boom Boom Room. We'll be right back. We're going to pay some bills. Bro. Boom Boom Room members, you're right here back in the Boom Boom Room with Ron Slay, VFL legend. I got another one on the line. Now, this is the Boom Boom Room brought to you by Full Service Insurance, Johnny Pratt, my man over there. Y'all go through there and see them full service insurance, man. Some great people over there. 
We're right back to the UT Memphis series, the rivalry renewed. I got on the line. We just had one Memphis legend pass the torch to another Memphis legend. My man, German Hunt, man. How you doing, German? What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm great, man. As y'all can see, Boom Boom Rimbles, man. The, 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 living, the living basketball inside you never stops. And my man is in the gym, took time out of his, his schedule to get right here in the Boom Boom room. And we appreciate that, man. We appreciate that. Man, no problem, man. I'm glad you guys. Just be, it's a pleasure to be on the show with you guys. No man. doubt. And you a legend yourself, man. Big Slay. I appreciate that, man. Salute, salute. Hey, so let me ask you. Let me get straight to it, man. What is the city like down there now that Penny Hardaway is high and his back book? And he just signed a, a big fish in James Wiseman to come in next year. Um, he he does have some talent down there right now, led by Tyler Harris, and they shooting it up. What's the buzz and the feeling like down there in the city right now? Man, it's amazing, man. It's, you know, it's um, people been waiting on this for a long time for for some excitement to um, come back to the University of Memphis and the city of Memphis as far as the Tigers go. Um, we've been waiting on excitement to come back, you know, and, and not to take away from the past teams that you know that that have came and you know Tubby did a great job with those guys. Right. Right. With the talent level that he had, you know, um, but we was just missing, you know, that fire mm-hmm. out of uh, the coaching staff. And, you know, I think Penny, you know, with the recruits and, and with everything he got going and the guys is buying into the system, uh, I think it's, 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 it's just, you know, it's slowly coming together piece by piece. Right, right. Now, um, I, I did all that, what you're saying. I, that's, that is 100. And you can see, you can feel it up here. Like, we're we up here in Nashville right now, but you can feel it. You can feel the, the energy that, that Penny is giving off down there. Now, let me ask you also, um, with it being a young team now and you know the big recruits coming in next year do you do you actually see um memphis trying to make a run at and at least to get in the tournament yeah i mean you know like i said man everything you know with basketball process you can't right. just rush it and think it's going to happen like right then and there you know when things do happen like that that's a plus for your for your organization Most um i think everything is going in the right direction first you got to get the guys in the talent level to be able to compete on a national stand base like that which he's doing and you know him and the coaching staff are I've done a great job of um, getting out there and recruiting and really working. Um, you know, he always say, you know, we're not going to get out of work. Right. But he's shown that just by him being able to go and recruit guys and get them to commit and get them to sign. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's the first step to, you know, going forward as far as getting to the NCAA tournament and being right. able to put yourself in the position of, to make it to the tournament. So, right. you know, it's a process, man, and, and we're we're happy for it. We're being patient. We're staying behind Penny, man, 100%. No doubt, man. And, and who better to stand behind than one of your own and, and, and Penny Hardaway right there from Memphis. I think Tennessee just went through that resurgence of getting Rick Barnes in there, get some fresh air, and he bland down the foundation, and uh, we see where they are now. So I expect, honestly, the same thing for Penny in the next year or two, too. So um, one more thing, man, before I let you go, I want to um, I want to ask you about what's your prediction now. Let me explain to you before you answer. <laughs> now, you know what I mean? This in the boom boom room is unfiltered. So, you know what I mean? It's unbiased. So, you, we, we know who you're riding with in your heart. But if you would happen to, you know, lay something down on the table, who would you bet with if, 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 your, fam- if well, your family depended on you, it? To be honest with you, this, this is one of them games that I would, I would stay away from. Right. Um, you know, uh, as, as much as it would be a big, huge win for us. Yeah. Um, Tennessee is tough, man. You guys got bigs. You guys got guys that can shoot the ball. Um, you guys have a really good team, and I think you guys showed that last week against Gonzaga. Right. Um, you know, uh, it, it's going to be hard stopping you guys big, being that we don't have, like, you know, just dominant bigs mm-hmm. like you guys do. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so I'm kind of, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, the game plan. And, you know, I feel like, you know, in order for us to even have a chance to um, um, win this game, we're going to have to value every possession. Right. We're going to have to play really, really good defensively, no breakdowns. You know, it's going to be some, but, you know, you got to be focused on defense. You can't even worry about the offense because, you know, the, the, the most important thing is to try to get stops. And, you know, if, if we maintain and contain their big, y'all big, it's going to be, I think it'll be a ball game. Right, right. I totally agree. I feel like they know that if they kind of stop, you know, Williams and Schofield, I mean, those two, heck of a heck, oh my God. Yeah, like, right. Those two guys are amazing. Yeah, I agree. And uh, not to take away from anybody else you guys have, but, you know, like I said, we, we don't have a dominant big down low to be able to compete with those guys. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have to have some type of strategy that's going to be, you know, take those guys out of the game or try to at least. Right, right. That 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 right there, man, that's a good assessment. And I and I can't knock it, man. You are official room, official member of the Boom Boom Room. That's Jeremy Hope. <laughs> Jeremy Hunt, Folks, you know what I mean? Craig Mont, high school legend right there, man. All the way to Memphis State with it. Pro ball player. It is what it is, man. It's a salute to you, Jeremy. Appreciate you coming appreciate on with it, me, family. Appreciate it, Big Slay. Appreciate right, it, man. No doubt, no doubt. Hey, man, let me just tell you people real quick, man. We had an alumni game, man, and Germany, them, they had us down there playing, man, and they, they, they got at us, man. They had more players than us and everything. So the alumni game going to have to get uh, uh, restarted also, man, because I don't like how we had to go out on that. But this right here is the Moon Moon Room. You live with Ron Slay, brought to you by Full Service Insurance. I'm just hyped about the game, and I'm talking to some of my partners, you know. Hey, man, we'll be right back right here in the Boom Boom Room. Yeah. It's Ron Slay. Yeah. In sports, free agents are free to find a team that offers the best deal. That's why Grange only sells their coverages through independent insurance agents. They're free to find the best team to protect your auto, home, or business. Full Service Insurance considers Grange their go-to company for their combination of great value and outstanding claim service. Call Full Service Insurance at 615-790-0990. Their website at info at fullserviceins.com. Full Service Insurance, 903 Murfreesboro Road in Franklin, Tennessee. People, welcome back. Right here on this good Friday. 5 to 6 every Friday, 9.50 a.m. The Boom Boom Room. Right here with your host, VFL, Ron Slay. Boom Boom Room brought to you by Full Service Insurance. Johnny Pratt, Paul Pratt Jr. Great guys to know, great guys to go see. Need some insurance? That's where you need to be. That's a little little rhyme for you in the Boom Boom Room. What y'all think about that? Ain't nothing but a little light. Light little rhyme, you know. A light little rhyme. Welcome back to the Boom Boom Room, man. We we recapped the UT Gonzaga game. Uh, Talked about that. We moving on, people. We moving on. They moved us on up. So we moving on out to the Memphis. Played Memphis in the FedEx Forum, which is sold out. Great experience. I want to thank my guest, man, Mingo Johnson, who is a legend, Jeremy Hunt, for coming on. I really appreciate those guys, man, picking up the phone because they didn't have to pick up their phone. The number is, if you want to pick up the phone and call, though, 615-794-1950 on your ride home. You can be a member of the Boom Boom Room, too. This is happy hour in the Boom Boom Room because we're right here in the last stretch, right here in the last 10 minutes of the show. And I just want to tap on the Chicago Bulls incident. Now, if I'm in charge of a team and they get beat, 133. To 77. This is professional athletes, people. Both teams get paid, some more than others. So to go out there and get beat by 56 points, 56, and the next day you have a problem with practicing. See, Mario Moore touched on this earlier and asked me, you know, we were talking about Jabari Parker and things, but now, now, now we're talking about the team as a whole. For me to go look in another man's eyes on my team and tell him, you know what, man, we don't need to practice tomorrow, man. He should look back at me, if not with a fist raised, at least with a finger pointing, and tell me, have you lost your mind? Because 
that's what I think is happening to the Chicago Bulls. They've lost their mind. They lost their coach. They got the interim coach in there, Jim Boylan, as the acting coach. How do you get ready to boycott practice? Apparently, y'all boycotted too many practices before to get to this point. 56 points? Hey, man, come on. James Harden just had 50 points last night. Y'all lost about six more points than he had. It ought to be a shame now, man. It ought to be a shame now. And then to call the NBPA, the National Basketball Players Association, and try to set up meet with the coach. I don't know if y'all were trying to run the coach out of there because y'all were practicing too hard, and supposedly it was because they were doing too many sprints and stuff. Come on, man. Come on, y'all should have been running. Should have been running in the game. Maybe y'all stopped running. Maybe that was the problem. But that's neither here nor that, man. I just wanted to tap on that because that was that was kind of amazing to me, man. That was kind of the worst beating in the NBA was in 1991. The Cavs beat the Heat 148 to 80. Now in 2018, the Bulls <laughs> will be remembered right behind those young men at the time of getting spanked on their home court. That's a problem. At home, people. At home. Not on the road, but at home. The entire team didn't want to practice. Complained about the coaching tech. <laughs> Foolish. That's what I call that. Foolishness right here in the boom boom. As a conclusion, man, to the show right here in the boom boom room. It's been a great Friday with you all. Been a terrific Friday. Now, <clears throat> I want to touch on something because this is the sleigh ride thoughts. Sleigh ride thoughts when I'm pulling the sleigh ride on in. We got it in neutral rolling on down into the garage. About to park it right here in the boom boom room. Now, listen here. I want to talk about kids squandering opportunities that have talent. With a lot of talent comes a lot of responsibility. Now, if you choose to play a sport and you are the best player in that sport, a lot of times you're going to be looked upon as a leader, whether it's being vocal, whether it's being physical, whether it's leading by example, whatever it may be. The mental, it could be a mental, you could be a mental leader. You could just lead people in the right way. But when you have talent and you shy away, never ever shy away from your responsibility because it's not just for you. It's for your teammate. It's in order to lead them because you might give them a confidence that they never had, which great players do. They make people around them better. So you keep pulling people up. Parents, you never know how many opportunities your kids are missing out on because you won't take your hands off. You got to let kids be kids. They are not getting paid for this. This is all about fun. So one of two things you can do. Take your hands off. Trust the coach. Let them do what they do. Or pull your kid out. Pull your kid out and don't let them play the sports. It's as simple as that. But one thing you can't do, like my brother said, Ramon Foster. If a kid is 5'8", 280, parents, here's a wake-up call. He's not going to the NFL. Sorry. Might be dominating his peers right now. But that's one. That's once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime, man. So parents, encourage your kids. Don't badger your kids. Let them have fun in the sport. Let them have fun with their peers. No need moving them up. No need trying to hold them back so they can do something. It's all, it's all God's plan. That's what we were just listening to. It's all God's plan. So just have faith in that. Have faith in that. Now, what I want to do is a special shout out to a special, special young lady. I wasn't able to attend today. My little sister, Ashley Patrice Slay Galata, is graduating from Austin P. State University. So salute to you, Ashley. Another one in the books. Another Slay made it. <laughs> this is an SEC, I mean, oh, SEC, OVC player of the year who after volleyball went on to finish her degree. So salute to you. I couldn't be there, but I love you. And much love, and I'll make it up to you. And, and that's that on that, man. I want to thank you all for joining me, Ron Slay, VFL legend, right here in the Boom Boom Room. Brought to you by Full Service Insurance, my guys. Johnny Pratt, if you're listening, salute. Paul Pratt Jr., if you're listening, salute. Hey, man, it's another episode, episode five. It's a wrap. See you next week, five to six. Have your phones ready. Store the number 615-794-1950. 615-794-1950. That's all I got for you, people. Go Vols. Beat Memphis. Great to be a Tennessee Paul. I'm out.